With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Footballers. I'm your host Hunter and this week we're going to discuss all things foot future stars. The meta, continue the discussion, it seems to be a hot topic this week in the the FIFA community. Uh, YouTuber content, how it impacts certain players, the way they play, how they implement their tactics, how they go about playing the game and um, first I'm going to bring in the wise one. Wise, how are you doing today? Oh, thanks Hunter. Always good to be joining my fellow American. Didn't play weekend league again. Was focused on that Sandro Tonali objective, but really looking forward to talking about some of these foot future stars we got out there. Big on these guys. Yeah, it seems like they've uh, they've given us a lot more this year than they have in, in previous previous uh, FIFA star promos. Matt, what do you think about it? About future stars, I think um, the array of cards that we've got is actually really good this year, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in, in Team 2. Um, there's a good amount of cards available at various different price points as well, which is always good for the community. So if you're balling, as you should be if you listen to this podcast, there's plenty of high-value stuff to get your teeth into, but there's also some cheap beasts in there that I think that we can steer you towards later on in the podcast. Will do, will do. And last but not least... The great one, the foot coach. Steve, how are you doing today, buddy? The great one. Not sure about that. Um, yeah, okay. Busy day. Uh, I've, I've had my head buried in the actual game itself for, for the last week, really, so I'm not too up to date with what's been going on content-wise. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've learned quite a lot about the game uh, this week and, and a lot of good, interesting stuff, some which I'm sure we'll touch on later in the pod. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of good stuff coming this week. Um but to start things off, we'll, we'll discuss briefly uh, Weekend League. Uh, I know, Wise, you didn't play. I didn't play. Um, Steve, how was your Weekend League, my friend? 
Uh, it was it was a mixed bag, really. Um, I started on Saturday afternoon and went quite well up to a certain point, and then my team just sort of fell apart, or I just I couldn't play anymore. I don't, I don't know exactly what happened. Um, had a conversation with one of my friends uh, who's in the Discord, Luke M, and he uh, suggested that maybe everything was wrong with my players' work rates and. Uh, I'm always willing to listen, so I had a look, changed up the squad. I'd, I'd kind of fallen into the trap, I think, of the, playing my best players uh, rather than playing the players that are best for the tactics that I was using. So changed up the team, got some more balanced work rates in there, went back to the game on Sunday, uh, played off stream for a while, and I think I went on a, a nine-game tear. Um I think I, I think it may have ended at ten. Can't remember, but anyway, it, it got to the point where my ELO hit hit about ten or eleven, um, and at that point I started started facing the shit houses, um, and that unfortunately happened while I was streaming on the Sunday, and I'd already I, I had a bit of sort of FIFA fatigue kicking in by that point. I think I'd been going for a couple of hours. Came up against this guy who scored a goal. And then just uh, kept skilling in his own half, basically making it impossible for me to to get the ball back from him. So um, I basically just announced that I was ending the stream quite quickly and putting the rubber bands on. Fuck him. So he he had about thirty minutes of playing against the rubber bands while he skilled in his own half, presumably. So sure, that was a fun fun five minutes for that chap. Yeah, you know, I feel like that's something that they've really. I think it was an unforeseen uh, consequence of these these previous changes with the the, the way they kind of nerfed pressure. Right, you there's a delay of when you turn on team press, and by the time you turn it on, they're already into your half. So it's really you're you're hurting yourself, right? So um, teams can just spread out and effectively render you useless in, in defending and pressuring them unless you were to get a pause in there and go to uh, constant pressure, and then you're kind of hindered on the point to where your guys are going to be extremely tired. So uh, it really feels like, as far as competitive play goes, the team who scores first or gets a two-goal lead, if you get a three-goal lead, you forget about it. I mean, if they really want a time waste, they can. I'm a, what, what do you think about that, Matt? Did you see any of that this weekend league? Yeah, plenty of that. Um, I generally find that when it comes to weekend league, the longer the season goes on, the more hardcore and sweaty it gets and people find ingenious ways to be annoying, stroke ruthless in their mission to get those wins in as quickly as possible. I find that uh, fewer people, purely anecdotally I'm talking about now, fewer people uh, are quitting out of matches than they seem to earlier on. Um, If they're dedicating the time to play weekend league, they're taking it a bit more seriously. They'll take their L's as they come, but if they get into a lead, their culpability in maintaining that lead is absolutely insane. Um, and there are some dark arts out there which are almost unbeatable. Once you concede the lead, it's very difficult to win the ball back at times and people will time waste whatever it is they need to do, uh, tactical changes, etc. They do anything to clock up those wins to get those rewards and... It's not something that surprised me. It's always happened. It just seems lately that it, it seems more prevalent than it has been earlier on in the game. Something that occurred to me, Matt, I don't know what you think about this, is that 
there are, there are almost there are two kinds of people who play FIFA. There are the people I think we've talked about this before in passing. Actually, there are people who want to play it as a simulator, as a football simulator. There are people who want to play it as an arcade game, and to me what's emerging is that if you want to be competitive um, and I'm talking about you know getting real decent top tier finishes if you want to hit elite um, it's incredibly difficult to do that if you're if you fall into the camp of people who want to play it as a football simulator I think in order to be ultra competitive at the moment you've basically got to play the arcade version which involves spamming skill moves abusing the mechanics basically doing things that you'd never see in a real life game of football I think that in in order to be competitive, you've got to be that guy. You can't play it as a football game. You've got to play it as an arcade game. Yeah, I'd say that that's absolutely fair. And I did seem to come up against more teams than I ever have done that would have Mbappe and Neymar. The skills were were off the chain, and the amount of bridge dribbling going on repeatedly is it just gets dull, doesn't it? I mean, it's in the game; they can use it. It's not cheating. But when you do the same thing over and over again without any kind of variation, it's just very dull. And I've heard you say it yourself, Steve, on your streams that how is this fun for people? And it's totally. almost like we've we've gone beyond playing the game to for enjoyment to just purely for uh, results orientation, which yeah, some of the time is fine. But if you do that all the time, I mean, what a drag! Imagine spending your whole weekend doing that. That's just no good at all, right? I mean, I'm not going to name names here, but um, I know of one guy who will... He he plays it as a sort of simulator. He loves football, likes the idea of playing FIFA in the same way that you you would play football. So it's all about passing, movement, dribbling, what have you. And he's really good at it. And basically, what he'll do is, if he matches up against somebody who's playing similarly, he'll play. But if he comes up against somebody who's just skilling and spamming this out and the other and he'll he'll just quit out of the game um, on the principle that they are actually playing a different game to him and I can kind of sympathise with that it is effectively a different game if, if you play it in one way as opposed to the other you, you're, you're playing separate games fundamentally it's a shame EA well, haven't cracked uh, a means whereby you can play the main competitive mode but it'd still be fun I think that's their big challenge for FIFA 22 is to try and figure that out because Everyone dreams of being great on the competitive scene and maybe by hook or by qualifying for an event one day, but you still want to enjoy yourself. So that I would say that's their, their big item to concentrate on going forward. I'd agree. Yeah, it's a it's a slippery slope, right? I mean, just sitting here listening to you guys talk about it, I don't know how you how you kind of split that and mend the two together into one game. It's you're talking about two completely different mindsets, uh, you know, into playing this game, and you can play it like you said so many different ways. I, I mean, I just struggling to come up with an idea myself of of how I would even start to change that without taking away from another portion of the game. You know, I think for um, me, what, what you've got to do really, if if you want to sort of circle that square square that circle whatever you, you've got to you, they're going the right way you've, it's going to be unpopular in, in a lot of quarters but you, you've got to reduce the effectiveness of skill moves you've got to make it more about passing and moving and you've got to make it more about being able to defend um, they, they are the core concepts in any in any football game and, you know turn on your TV watch, watch the next game that's on 
tell me how many lacrocators you see, tell me how many elasticos, tell me, tell me how many stepovers or ball rolls you see. There are hardly any. Um, it, that had its place traditionally in FIFA Street and what have you. Nowadays, Volta. And I, th- I think that there's, the problem is in trying to marry the two. If they were kept separate, it would be less of an issue. But um, as I say, you don't. Being good at, at playing a football game and being good at abusing skill moves are, are two distinct areas in FIFA at the moment. Um, by definition, if you're good at abusing skill moves, you're good at this FIFA, and it probably shouldn't be that way. Why? Do you have anything to add to this? Well, I'm just happy you guys all avoided the pro player cards and are one and only savior Diego Jota top in the top in the <laughs> leaderboards this weekend. So happy to hear that, that at least. That's a crazy that was a that was a crazy feat. I don't know if you guys saw that on the yeah. on your at least Liverpool line. winning something. Hey, hey, hey. The <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but oh, I don't know. It's a difficult I mean, you know, yeah, difficult uh difficult difficult argument because on the flip side if they made this strictly a football simulation people would definitely not play it as much if you will so i do not envy the people at ea the higher ups who have to make those decisions if you will no doubt so in in kind of keeping with this discussion we'll we'll kind of move on into our next topic which we're going to continue this discussion from last week um we talked about meta right and how it's defined, how it's derived, where does it come from, why do people use it, and how it spreads like wildfire in this community. Um, something of which, for example, the 532 we discussed a little bit, everyone is talking about 532, 532. Why does everybody use 532? It is my opinion, and I think, Steve, you'll probably back me on this one, the 532 is not some infallible formation that is just automatically going to grant you wins Um, if you use it a certain way yes it is effective but it can be beaten i've beaten it i've destroyed it at multiple times all week it's not some perfect formation if you see somebody using 532 i mean a lot of people i've seen them on twitter saying they just quit out which to me that's (laughs) That that's chicken shit in my that opinion. I mean, don't just uh, don't just quit out, man. Beat it. Learn how to beat it because you're going to keep seeing it, and you're going to end up just shutting the game off completely if you continue that mentality. Um, learn to cope with it and learn how to exploit it and make them change. Um, that's the only way. I mean, if once we figure out a way to beat this, we can change the community. But if we just sit here and allow it to perpetuate. It's it's going to be a cancer. It's going to be toxic, and no one's going to enjoy the game. Um, Steve, take us through some of this. Well, it's, it's already figured out, isn't it? I mean, as you said yourself, in my you've, opinion, you've, yes. you've been smashing it. I think a few of us have that have been using the uh, the custom tactic that I dropped in the Patreon last week. Um, it's just the same <clears throat> as it's an absolute nonsense to say that one formation or one system is is any more powerful than any others. When it comes down to it, you've got 11 players and you've got 11 players in any formation. You can, you can make slight tweaks and changes to, to get a slight edge. But the the problem with the 5-3-2 is that people have been banging on about it on YouTube as if it was created by the gods and it's just got no flaws and no vulnerabilities. 
and it's just such bullshit. It's just it's there is so much crap spoken on YouTube, all in the name of just just getting clicks. Yeah, it's um, all about yeah. sensationalism, right? Exactly, exactly. One one of the most common strategies that these people use it's a classic the old straw man what they'll do mm. is is they'll say and, and the 532 is a great example of this by the way they'll come out one day and say 532 it's infallible you can't beat this system it's amazing it's got no flaws and then the next day they'll post a video going hey I'm, I'm a fucking genius me I figured out how to beat the 532 right and this this literally this, oh, it gets my fucking goat this does this is literally actually this this is happening and I um, kind of regrettably kind of not a guy did this this week I'm not going to mention names and I'd kind of adverted to it on Twitter and this came up as an example where he'd said literally one day 532 is great I've made these changes to it to make it extra awesome you should use this and then the very next day he comes out saying this is how you beat the 532 so I posted a picture of the two clips side by side and just went you know look are people actually really falling for this shit unfortunately <laughs> you know i mean it's don't get me wrong it's it's wrong to single out individuals but sure. but unfortunately you can't actually provide examples without doing that you, you you've got to show examples from somebody so i picked a big tough doughty yorkshireman i'm you know he's, he's old enough and ugly enough to, to handle it and understand it i'm sure <laughs> Um, if it's offended anybody, I'm, I'm sorry. I guess it was never my intention. Just wanted to. I'm not sorry at all. Well, you know, you, you've got to illustrate an example, otherwise it looks like I'm yeah, just talking. Absolutely, bullshit, call them out, I mean? man. I, 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 yeah, I, I, no doubt. Do you think you're going to be held um, to the same standard? Is all I'm saying. They're not going to cut you any slack. So. Do you think I, I when you posted um, the video that you'd only beaten five three two in one match and then just ran with it? Uh, yeah, honestly, no. Me. I mean, he's, he's he's a good player. This this guy in question. I mean, I, I don't want to get too much into specifics because, as I say, there are a lot of people do this. You know, plenty of YouTubers, classic straw man. But they, I mean, it depends who you're talking about, really. Most of these guys are good players, mm, and they I have find a, a reasonable understanding of the game. So this type you know, of content, it's very short-term results driven. Yeah, and what I because mean you by want to get is, it out. You want yeah, to get exactly. it out quickly like, to get the hits. There's a whole community of people who do player reviews, so brand new cards, and obviously they want to strike all the iron as hot, get reviews out whilst people are actually searching for these players. But yeah. you're not really going to learn much off playing with a card for free games, other than well, I can still score with this card as I could with Neymar or whatever. It's like if I was going to do a serious review of a card I would probably do it over a whole weekendly campaign which no one in this community is going to do because by then the buzz is over totally and that's that's yeah. what it's all about F- FIFA now really is that's what it's all about it's about the buzz it's about the latest zeitgeist it's about the latest fashion and this is all created by influencers that for fuck's sake is why they're called influencers because they influence people so if somebody who's influential comes out saying that the 532 is the new meta, it becomes the new meta. It just does. That's just the way it works because they're influential and people are easily influenced. It's the, the big problem and, and the thing that I really have a, a, a bee in my bonnet about at the moment and that I'm really motivated to, to get fixed. The problem that we have 
And the reason why we end up with this position where people are complaining that oh, I played weekend league and every team I played against was exactly the same, exactly the same tactics, I may as well have been playing squad battles. The reason that we end up in that situation in the first place is because people are just being spoon-fed their tactics from YouTube. And everybody is, is coming up with the same stuff. If If enough people say, this is the way that you get wins... There's going to be FOMO. People are going to think, well, if I don't play that way, I'm not going to get wins. My competitors have got an edge on me. So everybody ends up playing the same way. And the, the crux of this problem is that people need... It's probably a bit harsh to say that people need to start thinking for themselves because you can't really think for yourself about something that you don't understand. And a lot of FIFA, a lot of the mechanics in FIFA, a lot of the way that the game actually works... Is it, it's like it's almost secret. It's, it's like the magician's circle. Only a few people know it and understand it. And what what I want to do, and I've spoken to a few people who I think know the game as well as anybody else, who I really respect. Um, Neil Guides, who, who a lot of people will be aware of, and um, Guide goes by the name of At, At Foot Coaching on Twitter. John Van Uden. Who uh, he actually designs a lot of the tactics for for some pro um, Dutch teams. What what we've agreed to do is to actually start work on a project where we can actually teach people about how the game works, and we can say to them, right, if if you do this with your slider and custom tactics, this will happen, and this is you know more importantly, this is why, this is how the game works. If if you do this to your depth, this is what's going to happen to your defenders. This is what will happen to your midfielders. And until people kind of have that, until we, to continue the analogy, until we let daylight in on magic, we're always going to have that problem. So I, I think that really what we need to do as a community, anybody involved really needs to take responsibility and just allow people to feed themselves so that they don't need to be spoon-fed this crap. God. Yeah, so do you, Sorry, oh, guys, I, I, this, I was on a bit of one. No, no that was good. That was... We needed that. Mm. Very important. The community needs this. The my, so my thing is the the fact that that we were discussing this at DMs yesterday, a, a particular portion of, of of the game you were studying and the revelations that you came upon mm. and shared them with me, it blew me away. I, um, I, I'm in a lot of ways, I'm guilty of of making the mistake that I think a lot of people do because EA is so secretive about how the game actually works mm-hmm. we base a lot of things on assumption and take a lot of things on trust if, if somebody says that you do this because that quite often we accept that without questioning it and I've come to realise yeah. that I've done that far too often and when I've sat there and actually questioned why I've, I've learned a lot about about my own ignorance of certain areas of the game if I'm perfectly honest you know um and yeah, I'm ready to put stuff together that, that I'll put out on YouTube that anybody will be able to access and it will it will open people's eyes, I'm sure. I hope it does anyway. And that's kind of where I was going with this when you mentioned EA being so secretive. And this isn't a dig at EA at all, but the the language that they use when you look at sliders, let's say in tactics, if I were to look at depth, the language they use for depth, knowing what I know now, doesn't it's misleading it's hmm. i'm not going to say it's not true i mean it's true to a degree 
but it's very misleading. And I feel like if we had more transparency on the mechanics of these sliders and, and these adjustments and what you're actually changing versus what you think you were changing, you wouldn't have to go to YouTube and look at so-and-so's video. When I mean, you can go on YouTube right now. I just did it, typed in 532 FIFA 21. There's pages and pages and pages of these ridiculous thumbnails and 532 OP custom tactics, why you need this, why you need that, and like third variations of it, you know. People, like you said, if, if they understand the game in its entirety, they'll be able to think for themselves and actually come up with tactics that will actually work versus you try to implement tactics and you're like, well, this isn't exactly how I thought it would be. So well, you just resort back to going to so-and-so's video, right? I'll, I'll mention this, Hunter, and then I'll shut up because we've gone on about this for quite long enough. But what I would encourage people to do is I, the common perception when it comes to, to setting the depth of your defense is that what you're doing is you're setting the depth of your defensive line, you're setting the depth of your back four, okay? So what I want people to do is the next game they play, when they are attacking and they're deep in their opponent's half, I want them to look at their radar and notice the position of their centre-backs, okay? And I would encourage them to try that on one depth and then try it on ten depth because what you'll find is that your centre-backs sit in exactly the same position. And I've said that several times to you in, in DMs, how I, I didn't understand how depth worked because if I tried it on two depth, three depth, or ten depth, they always position themselves mm. almost in the same spot in the midfield when you're in the attack. As long as you do a slow buildup and you let your team go forward, they sit at midfield every time. Quite honestly, I, I hands up in the air, you know, I'm as guilty as this as anybody. I, I didn't really understand depth until last night and... I spent a lot of time just just watching how how the AI operates, and I understand it now, and I want other people to understand it because uh, it will it will change things. If you understand this, you'll be less inclined to play drop back. I'll tell you that for certain, and you'll have a much better understanding of how to beat drop back. So much what, better. What's what's the breakdown then? So if if I go on ten ten depth, mm. what's what's happening in reality then? If my backline isn't basically sitting on the halfway line. Without without going into it in, in massive depth, it, it it affects a few things, but the thing that it affects most primarily is is how aggressively your defence will push out when it's sitting deep. Um, if you, if you're on one depth, your defence will basically, if you're forced deep, if it's forced to sort of defend the edge of its six yard box, if the attacker plays the ball backwards, the defence won't come out; it'll just stay where it is. But if you're on 10 depth, it'll push out really aggressively, almost as if you're spamming off side trap. Um, and it's almost like the, the rate of acceleration is different, right? When you're on a higher depth, they, they seem to push out quicker. Yeah. The, 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 more aggressively. More aggressively would, would be a better way of putting it. Um, yeah. There are a few other things, like if you, if you, play, um, if you play 10 depth, when you're being counter-attacked, you're defenders will more or less sit on the on the shoulder of the furthest forward attacker because right here's another misconception about about defensive depth the reason that it, the depth slider doesn't really affect where your team sits is because it can't in in an actual game of real life football the, the position of the defensive line is always dictated by the position of the most prominent forward if that makes sense because, Very true. Uh, that's why we have the offside trap. So, 
whether you're on one depth or ten depth, eventually, if somebody builds up slowly enough and they're progressive, your defense is going to get pushed into its six-yard box, regardless of what depth you're on. That's 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 going to happen. Where depth comes into play is that if you're on one depth, your defense is going to stay there. It's not going to push out. If you're on ten depth, it will push out. Um, there's a, it needs a video to explain it properly, which you know we've but, got one coming. But there's one on the yeah. way, and it, it'll have examples. It'll be clearly explained, and uh, I, you know, I, I've got no sort of delusions of grandeur or anything, but I hope it, it reaches a few people, and hopefully, it can sort of change things a little bit, in that people realise what the hell they're doing with all this stuff, and that, and they realise how that it's not infallible that it can be exploited the same so, as anything else. Based off what you've just explained, then, I'm starting to think of ways whereby certain centre-backs in particular that we've previously deemed as unplayable might suddenly become quite viable because they're going to be in the right place now that we understand this better and less susceptible to a getting-behind through ball. Yes, there are ways to set up your tactics so that that could, that could be a thing within reason. Within re- You still need some yeah, pace, not to, you, not to you can't true. have so, it. Like, for an example... Virgil van Dijk not being as viable as Varane will now cease to be an issue because he's fast enough and very much powerful enough to do a if, job once we're set up correctly. Yeah, if, if you play deep enough, if, if you have your slider set deep enough, you could get away with uh, with van Dijk quite easily and successfully. But Interesting. for every blessing, there's a curse. You know, it would make no, you vulnerable yeah. in, in other in other areas. But anyway, I, enough of this. I look this. forward to the video. It's fascinating. Yeah. And it's a great discovery. We'll, we'll discuss this next week in, in further detail once we have the video out and we can break it down. And uh, shit, we'll, we might spend the whole episode. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's pretty important information. I feel like it needs it needs the exposure. It needs the, the time. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to it then. Just wanted to take this time to go ahead and recognize the January goal of the month. This week, we recognize Rob Styles. For an amazing goal scored by Neymar. He brings back the roulette into a little flick there at the end and smashes it on the volley. The velocity on that volley could have been better, but we're not going to hate him for it. One more time for you. Roulette, flick, volley it. Disgusting. Congratulations, Rob. We'll be in touch via DM so you can claim your prize. Uh, but moving on from from the meta and, and the community portion of this this discussion, we do have something to be excited about, right? We've got a new set of future stars coming out soon, and we already have one that is still in packs. Um, Wise, what are your favorite future stars cards, and why? Yeah, no, I think this has been a really positive promo outside, you know, on the heels of Team of the Year because we talked about it last last week. Team of the Year is a rich man, a one percenter type promo oriented those cards are all going to be you know million two million plus and don't get me wrong there's some elite foot future stars that are going to be have a big price tag but what's also great about it is that they have some other players that are just a step below this year in terms of not necessarily being you know your elite or your meta there's none for matt meta either though so you don't have to worry about that but at the same time, they're going to have better price tags. You might be wrong have, there. <laughs> right, right. They're going to have better price tags. And I'm not, I'm actually interested because the SBCs haven't been as good, I don't think, in Foot Future Stars. I'll address that. The Brewster and the the Pedro, I cannot pronounce, I don't want to mispronounce his last name for our Portuguese listeners. 
but oh, it's a really weird one, isn't it? it? You've got to sort of talk through your nose to say it properly. I think. Have a go, once. Gonna allow? No, just kidding. Gonna allow? How the <laughs> announcer will say it. Um, but again, a good—he's a good card. Nothing against it. Just the price point's a little hefty, given some comparable informs and linkability for those SBCs compared to Boateng and Dybala, who were priced well. That being said, Hunter asked me who my favorite foot future stars are. I'll—I'll I'll give my American bias show, and I cannot wait to get my hands on that Giovanni Reina, the Kula. Evski from the right winger from Juventus also looks like he's going to put that CR7 in the dirt. His card is just by leaps and bounds better than that one, even though he doesn't have one of the same flash as Cristiano. I also really like the Ishak for the, you know, lower tier-esque individual, you know, good price point, but at the same time, not going to break the bank. Got that five-star weak foot. And one thing I definitely want to touch on before I invite you guys back in this conversation, so it's not just wise talking to wise, is that this year I felt that a big positive was that EA actually enforced that stat boosting that wasn't just a pre-made algorithm. Because in the past, the biggest issue with Foot Future Stars were their composure and maybe their stamina, their balance were all based on these lowly cards and therefore didn't get upgraded appropriately to make them effective in-game. But now if you look at these individuals like that Kulisevsky, the Kulisevsky, the Giovanni Reina, those guys have incredible dribbling across the board and they'll, as well as composure to be able to stand up with the high, the highest of the high of these meta cards. And I'm really excited about that. These cards, I'll say it, are going to be good enough to be used even during the team of the season promotion. Have you guys have any uh, fancy on any of these guys either? Yeah, I, I would tend to. Uh, yeah, I would back you up on a lot of that. Wise, I've picked up uh, Ishak, however you pronounce him, his, his name, and uh, Diogo Dallo is a, a cheap addition into the club, just in case there's some possibilities for some Milan-based squad building, which there will be with this week's team of the week. There's a Rebic in there, and of course there were road to the final cards for Milan that are very tasty. Rebic being one and uh, Kessier, mm-hmm. so. I like how compatible this team is in general with lots of existing cars and even within itself being able to put together Ishak and Kulisevsky. That's a pretty cool duo, right? Very fast and powerful. Uh, There is something literally for everybody in there, price point-wise, whichever league it is that you you tend to build around. I think this is so much better already than Team of the Year and we're only halfway through. Hunter finally got a... There you go. Hunter finally got a Chelsea special card. I know people on the timelines have been you know, moaning about that, that Reese James looks absolutely spicy for the current meta of playing your wing backs at center back. He might be the best center back in the game. I don't know. I'll say it. Like, yeah. Steve, try him out. <laughs> I'll have a look. Hot takes from Wise. Yeah. I'm just having a look right now, actually. Yeah, no, that, and I, I do also really like the fact that they're going to release uh, more special cards of them. I mean, in the future, this will be an investment opportunity, but the fact that Giovanni Reina Reese James and Diego Dallo are all getting another foot future star and a position change. I think that's a really good bit of interesting precedence to set from EA. But sorry, Hunter, I cut you off there. We, well, we expect those those additional cards, right? They're going to be slightly lower rated, right? Am I, am I assuming that to be correct? I think they had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, on that loading screen, they had what their stats were going to be. Uh, and I don't think it's a loading screen, actually. It's an in-game menu screen. I think that they have what their stats are going to be. But yes, I think they might be one rating lower. I, I, but 
they still have excellent stats for the position that they're going to be in. You know, Giovanni Reni got a pace boost. Uh, I think there was a little bit of defending boost for uh, the likes of uh, Reese James at that CDM spot too. So speaking of defending, if you look at this, uh, if you go up to, to Footban or whatever and, and you pull up the entire Foot Future Star squad, um, there's not a single center back to be seen. Yes. Yet. Um, I, there's three full uh, wing backs, or, or well, I guess you would call them full backs, but not a single center back. It, uh, it's almost as if center EA backs are, are so acknowledging... for 20, Hunter. Come on, get with the times. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. I know. What, what was I thinking? Traditional, actual you know, <laughs> defenders. Um, I know Matt will back me up on this one, but like. How do you not give us a single center back? And, and maybe in team two, they'll, they'll give us a whole slew of defenders. And, and maybe I'm just speaking too soon. But um, it, it almost seems as if they're enabling this yeah. pace abuse at the back, if you will. Uh, let just, let's just play full, you know, left backs and right backs at seven Kim because it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll have 90-something pace. You put a shadow on them and they'll be maxed out. Um, why do you think we didn't get any? Uh, well, I can't think of any future star centre backs right now off the top of my head. I'm probably well, they'll wrong. Probably, but, uh, I'm, who would know, you Fofana. go for? Like Fafana yeah. out of the back okay. or Lester. So there are. I think there are some people out there that'll that'll get one. I'm with you though. You know, it's tough. Maybe there's just not the there's not many young centre backs that are the cream of the crop at the moment that come out in world football. Don't get me wrong. Of course, we're going to have the hardos in the in the comments or whatnot talking about like oh this guy from you know Hajuk split it's like i don't watch the croatian league i'm sorry um but <laughs> i bet you do i bet you you're exactly the sort that would and then pretend yeah, that right. you don't hey if it was on espn plus i absolutely would <laughs> uh, so i do i do think there's going to be a, a center back or two in the next promo i think they were saving it but i don't know why they would in a sense i guess they're maybe they did some cost analysis on Alrighty, well, what type of uh, allocation of players sells the most packs? I don't, I, this, that's just purely conject, conjecture. Conjecture, Jesus Christ! Oh, can't speak. So let's English. just <laughs> yeah. Well, so just basically pump out, pump out the sweat and, and the pace in Team One. Get everybody hooked on these cards, only to find out they need some pace at the back, so they pump in more to get them on Team Two. But yeah, do you need pace at the back, Hunter? Uh, me personally, no, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you this this new this new setup you've put out in in the Patreon, it, it is it's changed the game for me. And I've said the same thing about the uh, Bielsa Ball version, you know, second variation that brought the game to a whole new life for me. And this four three two one, I just I don't find myself defending counters and sweating the ball. Like I just don't. I mean, it's it, it's it's so nice to not have to worry about through balls and just spam. You know, that is because you could just outscore everybody that's kind of how it is it's just if you're going to play that way that's fine you can have your one or two goals that you're going to get off of spamming these through balls but i'm going to hang seven right on you you know what i mean mm-hmm. so Dang, that's it, nice. it makes the game fun for me no it is nice you could use someone like tony cruz then and not have to worry about it i wouldn't go that far <laughs> no that's not very ridiculous now not that, far, not that far into the map meta. I, Damn. I, I, no, we're not bringing in Muller and, and Cruz. Come on. I, I had a friend using it in a in a pro tournament, and he went a couple of goals down, and yeah. uh, started stressing about it. And I just said to him, "Look, you know, don't worry about it. You, you've got goals. You're going to concede, but you've got plenty of goals. 
and it turned out that he yeah. did and he won it comfortably in the end so yeah very very true hunter very true exciting times. so matt do you have anything else to add on future stars no no i think we, we've covered everything there it would be okay. nice if we got a few more central line players particularly at the back we'll in, get him i think they'll come in the second part yeah it's like uh, somebody that's happy. like six four yeah very happy with six four sixty five pace mm-hmm. yeah happy with the team and, the, and its link ability it's all good he's, he's, he's dismissing good. you hunter he's, he's trying to, I, I can tell he's trying he's to rise above you <laughs> above me he shall rise so uh r- real quick before we go into our final segment uh we've got a few more minutes here uh tonali I know I completed him. Steve, you completed him. Have uh, you guys completed him, Wise or Matt? I'm like two games away, yeah. Matt, yeah, have you? I finished it off last night, but not had a chance to use the card yet. Um, but I, I found personally, and from my experience, that fewer people are quitting out of these matches because there's, uh, is it 12 games that you need to score a goal and complete? So people yeah, were just right. sticking around. It took a lot longer than some of the previous uh, objective players that we've had. But uh yeah, quite a good three or four hours in to, to get that one, and it looks like a very tasty card. So I'm going to try and squeeze him into a team in the near future. Yeah, I haven't been able to use him yet, but this was the first objective card that I went through and completed in the minimum amount of games. I went 12 games, won 12 games, and absolutely demolished everybody. And I'm not just bragging, I'm bragging on these tactics. If you aren't using them, try them. I'm telling you, it'll change the game for you. Yeah, even with Steve. These- even with those low-rated Serie A players? Yeah, I mean, I'm t- I had... Uh, who did I have in the midfield? Steve, you helped me out with this, actually. It was uh, DePaul, Kessie, and uh, and the regular Tonali in the midfield. Nice. And they were just wrecking shop. Serie yeah. A's good old four, three, three, two, one. cheap uh, midfield. That's it. Too, so. Steve, have you tried to use the uh, the new Tonali? I have, yeah. It's, um, it's an odd card, aren't I? I think... Um, I think CDM is a complete lie. I think that you need to slap an engine on him because that's what we do with chemistry cards. I think we've we've uh, we've come to that conclusion. You don't put them on, you slap them. So slap a slap an engine on him. Um, slap that shit. Even with what people don't realise is is how good his shots are from range. I just I basically monkeyed around with it in friendlies for a couple of games just to see what it was like with an engine on playing at cam. Because of the uh, the medium high work rates, he just sort of yeah. hangs around at the edge of the box, which is where you want a cam to be for the finesses, really. Um, and with his what is it, ninety two shot power, um, eighty six long shots, he he can spank them, um, and he's spank them. He's he's wasted, really. I think at CDM, but the, if you can get your head around playing with a cam that's got weird work rates, then uh, you've got the perfect card on your hand. Yeah, no, I even think maybe outside or in a more offensive-minded center mid in a three mid formation, whether it be or it would, whether it be that four three two one or not, he definitely gets in good positions. It's, well, I mean, he was the if highlight it, of the Foot Future Stars last year. The foot, I think if you're going to play him at CM, you, you need to have the get forward instruction on him just to balance that sort of medium yeah, high work rate. Right? That's fair. I mean, he he seems if you put an engine, if you slap an engine on him, slap he it. seems to be one of like <laughs> he's a perfect box to box guy. I mean, granted, the work rate isn't exactly what you want for a box to box, but it's actually said, especially in the, this four three two one, you don't want them all three screaming into the box. So yeah. he's going to hang around on the outside. He's going to get those rebounds. He's going to recover for you. Um, and I found his gold card doing that for me in the objective quite often. But this card with an engine, 
87 pace, 80 shooting, 95 passing, 89 dribbling, 82 defending, 83 physical. I mean, that's 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 great stats for an overall well-rounded midfielder. And as a CDM as well, I mean, yeah, okay, 87 pace, but it actually it takes his acceleration up to 90, and that's really the, the key stat that you want pace-wise with a CDM because they need to be quick over two or three yards to get to the loose balls. So, yes, you know what? Decent. A Kim style that, that I think people have often slept on and, and continue to sleep on is the Guardian Kim style for CDMs. Uh, you don't yeah. see anyone using it, but if you look and see what it gives you, I mean, it, it gives plus 10 balance, plus 5 ball control, plus 15 dribbling, um, plus 5 interceptions, plus 5 heading accuracy, plus 10 defensive awareness, plus 15 standing tackle, and plus 10 sliding tackle. I mean, it can turn a decent CDM into a Conte-esque CDM. So Spoken like a true Chelsea to, fan. Well, you know, it just it happens, can I say. No, that gives me that. That's giving me ideas of grandeur to play that Tonali and that Kamavinga in the same midfield, just to see what that'd be like. Ooh. Yeah. Oof. How about a, a threesome of Kamavinga, Tonali, and uh, Road to the Final Cassio? Oh man, Filthy. someone get me, someone give me a pot noodle emoji. He's having a wank. Yeah. Oh, man. oh so, I thought we was going to get through a full episode without mentioning the word. Yeah, go on. No. no speaking of not mentioning... Yeah, we haven't mentioned Furlan like... Mendy yet, have we? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, no. so let's go to this next segment. The next segment is going to be, we introduced it last week, uh, buy, borrow, or bury. The player that you're going to want to buy is the person that you want to commit to long-term. It's somebody that you could see yourself spinning your coins on and moving forward with that card for this foreseeable future. Uh, borrow is going to be the one you would just want to have for a loan, try him out just to see how he is. You don't want to necessarily commit to him. And Barry is the card that you think should not be in this team of the week. You don't like them for whatever reason, even if it means that they're so good and you just hate them. So, Steve, we'll start this week with you on the current team of the week. Buy, borrow, and bury. Who is it? Well, card I'm going to buy is Raphael Varane. And if I need to explain that, it's we've come to a pretty poor situation in our, in our understanding of FIFA cards. It's, it's a no-brainer. What a beast, to use that word, it's going to be. Um, the poor man's version of that, actually, in this team of the week is Kimpembe. I think that's going to be a really overpowered card as well. But yeah, definitely. Do you, do you want me to do all three in a trot hunter, or are we going to go? Yeah, right, right, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So yeah, I mean, for, ob- for obvious reasons, the, the card that I'd buy would be Varane. If I had one point seven million, which is what it currently is, I'm sure it'll go down. But uh, better get right on the case. Yeah. Um, was that is, is that something that's gone over my head? No, that's the same. No, you get righty to, to trade up for you. I'll get right here on the case. I've oh, got you. I, right. thought you I thought you said right on the case, like you wanted. I, that's to what I thought market. you said. Yeah, yeah. I picked up on it, Matt. <laughs> but that, right, oh man, that's, that's going to be a new scene. Yeah. Your your transfer committee. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of hard work for Paul. That is one point seven two million. Steve, I've got your transfer <laughs> war chest. <laughs> Oh bless him! Uh, right, um, that's who I would buy. The, who would I borrow? I would probably borrow Memphis Depay, just to see what he feels like. You're going to um, borrow an 88 rated card? Yeah, boring. 
Well, it's just purely because uh, who the fuck are you to judge me, Lambert? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think you are? I can judge you as much as I like. Fair enough. Um, oh shit! I, I've I've used a couple of his cards, and he's one of these cards that's. I mean, he's got eighty-three physical. He's, he's quite a big, generally clunky player with five-star skills. Um, so it's always interesting to me to see how similar to Yannick Bellassi they feel, how similar they feel to Foot Freeze Bellassi, one of my favourite cards. Uh, so I'd borrow Depay, but not for long, I don't think. And I would bury Angelino, because mm. what the fuck am I going to do with a left midfielder that's got 77 pace, 70 shooting and 79 defending? I'm going to upset Can't even make him a good centre mid. <laughs> no, oh, oh, Matt's Matt. going to marry Angelino. I just Here we go. See it already. Is he's he six foot four or something? Hang on. No, he's small. He's small. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to judge okay. it when it comes to your picks. Anyway, I'm going to judge the fuck out of him, Matt. You always Speaking do. of Matt's picks, <laughs> Matt. Yo, I can't wait to hear these three. Buy, borrow, and bury. Give it you to me. You know what we were saying about getting people to sort of feed themselves. And not be judged too much by what people say. And don't <laughs> listen to anything I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Fuck them. Okay, um, so the one I'm going to buy is Kempembe. Purely because I've just got Varane fatigue at this point. I've had him since right at the beginning of the game. It would be nice to use a slightly different card, even though the makeup of it's very similar. But this one pretty much becomes the premier centre-back in League uh. And uh, I think uh, there's a good chance the price will rise once it reaches its peak low in a few days' time, and will slowly continue to rise probably until team of the season. Everyone's looking for French stroke PSG linkability, and it is a really good card on the face of it as well. So good yep. card to use and for investability. So go for that one. That's my sensible pick. My non-sensible pick, and the one I'm going to borrow is Angelino. What? Sorry, Steve. Oh my god. Why? And that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm using him on the this. left whatsoever. This card is going to be a basically a, a bench midfielder. I yeah, think that there are there. uses for this card in the central line on your bench. Yeah, so he can so play all three central midfield bench. positions quite well, and he's going to cost next to nothing. So for that reason, I think there there is some utility what, what would you in say? the card. What would you say are his particular strengths and weaknesses, Matt? Uh, the passing and agility, basically stamina, so he's not going to get tired. And so it's a midfielder with bad passing and agility. It's not about bad passing. What are you talking about? You just said that his bad passing and agility are his weaknesses. Oh, Based weaknesses! I thought you said strengths. You Sorry. Strength. Uh, yeah, opposite of strength. <laughs> right. What are his weaknesses? Uh, oh, the weaknesses are the, are the finishing, but that's not what I'm putting him in the team for. This is just a, what about uh, the 66 sprint speed? Well, you're obviously going to do something about that with a chemistry card. Right? Anyway, I'm Boosting borrowing that 76. card. Yes, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Look, he's, he's got 91 acceleration. He's going to get to 66 so fucking fast. Yeah, that three yards is deadly. <laughs> Which is exactly what you guys were just talking about for CDM. You, you, you're so turncoat, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, seriously. We, I'm just saying, 72 composure with 66 sprint speed. What else could you want? You tell them that. You tell them. No, don't let them shit on you. <laughs> All right. They're so to, boring. They to, just, to they just pick the three highest rated cards every week. It's so fucking dull. I, I, I'm, I'm going to 
before I'll give you a bit of kudos here, mate, actually, because when you pull up his stats and look at the end games, they're not actually that bad, to be honest with no, you. So. <laughs> yes, do you but, know, people only buy cards based on on, on the what? on the on the card stats. So, anyway. I'm, I don't want us to be on. down to three people next week. That's why. That's all right. You don't have to make me feel better for my my mistakes in life. It's, it's quite all right. Okay, and and the card I'm gonna what is it? We're not killing them. We're uh, burying. burying. I'm gonna bury Oyarzabal because no matter how many times oh. this card gets upgraded, it's still fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, Eighty-seven nah. rated. It's got four special cards now, and they're all pretty shit. Um, there's, there's, there's no star, redeeming qualities. It's just very average stats oh, across the board. No skills, no weak foot. Just very, very average. So uh, with that, we're going to kill Yazabal very confidently. Yes, good call. Sort of like a higher-rated version of Angelino, you know. <laughs> no. And uh, yeah, moving on, yeah. zing to the Mister. <laughs> it's not a zing. Don't encourage him. Zing. Oh come on, man! I'm just playing. <laughs> It's got about a hundred less in-game stats for a start, anyway. Mm. <laughs> you, you've, well, got you've got him. You've got him, Hunter. Shows what He's I know. Searching for the in-game stats to try and prove you wrong. <laughs> Wise. Yes. Keep uh, us going let's, here. Let's let's restore some <laughs> normality to Matt's prophetic words. I am going to pick Varan as well. I uh, for my buy. I just use him in every single one of my competitive-esque teams. So be able. To buy him in this fantasy scenario would be delightful. I mm. am going to borrow Morales, the Spanish left mid, because I still think that we do not have a good left winger in the La Liga that isn't, you know, maybe that early, early, early player of the month, uh, Ansu Fati. But this Morales card, you look at him, he's got excellent, I mean, his pace is great. All his stats are excellent, including that 89 composure, 91 dribbling base with 85 stamina. What can you ask? Can't ask for more from a player that you want on a loan or even just to fill in a side. Possibly could be competitive in the weekend league too, so we'll have to give him a trial out first, that's why. I want more agility-wise is what I want. He's only got 82 agility. Yeah, but the, I mean, the fact that you don't have to bump up his... Because what I'm always worried about with these middle-tier players, like these middle-tier informs, is that their composure and their reactions are low. And the fact that you can then maybe throw an engine... You can throw an engine on him now and still have a very capable attacking, as in finishing forward on the left, mm. but then be able to bump up his balance to in the 90s is really positive in my mind finisher would do it that's that's actually really good value i mean it's only just come out and it's like seventy four thousand. so yeah no i mean he's exactly he's he, he's going to drop more i would again the the reason he might be a little inflated is because of the fact that we don't have very good left wings and like you meant that oh the person that i since you said oyar is a ball is the person you're going to bury i'm not going to beat that dead horse because i agree he's always trash which is a shame because he's such a talent irl i'm going to absolutely take raheem sterling out behind the stables and bury that man because of the way that he runs. I just, I can't. Have <laughs> Thank I you can't so have much for that. Why? I can't runnest. I can't believe they give him a, a custom animation for running like a girl. Like, yeah, I don't. T Rex has died. Okay, well, Hunter, Jesus. No, just kidding. T Rexes went extinct. I don't know how many millions of years ago. We got to have some, what are they, paleontologists on our, on our listener board. But man, he runs like a T Rex and he just, it's been. <laughs> Shit. It's not that different from Robin's animation, though, right? They're no. both pretty weird. 
Robin is really weird. Yeah, but it's like his the way his arms swing, man. It's awful, and everybody in pro clubs that's trying to be a troll and a uh, you know a bance boy, they're all freaking running that T Rex run celebration. I hate it. So get rid of what's Sterling. pro clubs? <laughs> that could, it's gonna be a... playing the other modes wise. Who's got time oh to do that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you see, kids. <laughs> like I said, and I'll keep saying, it, and I'll stand by it. As soon as they integrate a you know, Volta-esque-like thing into Ultimate Team. People will pay a lot more attention to it. It's actually kind of a fun game like this year. Oof. Yeah. So, the one thing Edit that, that I'll, out, I'll say... was that? Edit that bit out. We don't want to be encouraging people to play Volta. We're supposed to be responsible <laughs> adults-wise. I, uh, I thought he was talking about a different... What is that? Is that... Did you say Volta? <laughs> oh, funny, 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 guys. Oh, anyway, I know a I'll joke about that, but maybe next week. I'm so confused right now. What what the fuck is Volta? Um, the one thing that I'll say <laughs> about you you two guys who who wanted to buy Varan, would you really though? Would you really buy Varan considering his price? No. I mean, it's hypothetical. Wise? So I mean, no. I uh, as well. I just. <laughs> no, I, like, I just I want buy... to clarify that so that so that our patrons and our followers don't go out there and buy this card that is like extremely extremely overpriced in my opinion compared in, to what you can get in the eighty six. But yeah, he's definitely the best one in, out there. In real life, my club's so poor that I'd just be able to buy Matt's fucking picks every week. <laughs> I'm not rising to that. <laughs> Dunk on! Oh my lord! Someone throw an alley oop animation. <laughs> Oh my god, Hunter, you got your work cut out for you for the editing this podcast this week. Oh, oh I'm not editing shit. Yeah. No, I meant no, <laughs> no, no. It's just put it out there. Raw. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I hate to break up the format ever so slightly here, guys, but breaking news. We've just had a Moments Musa Dembele yes. SBC drop that looks pretty gnarly. Mm, it looks pretty tasty. Mm. I don't know wants to do a live reaction on that one, but that's got all... The stats in the right place. It's another striker, though, isn't good. it? Yeah, another that, striker. Yeah. Reasonably priced, with I'd that, say. With that objective Suarez that we did recently, that would be a nice strike force. Very nice. Really cheap. Yeah, not too bad. Good for EA. Good for EA. After, Looks, after uh, everything I said at the beginning of this podcast, how they weren't giving us decently priced SBCs during the Foot Future Star promo, looks like they stepped it up a little it's not, I, I mean, actually, having looked at it, mm, I don't know, I'm a little bit more ambivalent about it, I suppose. It's, it, he's another of these guys that's a big old lad, isn't he? He's six foot. Quite heavy. Yep, don't know how he's going to feel so, on the ball. You can put, you an, these, en- it's, put an engine on him, that help, on. but it's, oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's these cards that have more sprint speed than acceleration, more often than not, they're not going to feel well. They're going to feel yeah. a little heavy. They're going to turn slower. If you have the players with, let's say his sprint speed was 87 and his acceleration was 93, I would be a little more excited because that's the players that are going to feel quick, responsive, going to get into those tight spaces, create space, and score. So, yes. Eh. No. I mean, it's a cool-looking card. I'm not saying it won't be useful, but I might, I might not do that one. All excellent points. Okay. I think that's a good place to end it. Steve, where can people find you on Twitter? Um, at the Foot Coach. 
he's very active on Twitter for those who aren't following. It's it's great content. Um, a lot of insight, and you'll definitely get some uh, entertainment as well. Um, what about Twitch? Are you going to stream today? Probably. Yeah, um, I, I'm still streaming quite regularly. I've had a couple of days off because I've just had a bit of FIFA burnout, to be honest with you. Uh, mm. But yeah, most... Well, it's not even most weeknights, is it, really? It's most nights. Twitch.tv forward slash the foot coach. It's non-competitive. It's non-triggered. It's just chilled out. It's relaxed. It's pretty much what you're seeing right here, right now. Um, but, yeah, just, just drop in and chill out. Have a bit of fun if you want. If you don't, don't. Don't care. Well said, sir. Matt, where can people find you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm at Lambo Matt with one T. I'll be popping into people's streams at Mets Gaming, and of course the same in the Discord channel as well. Wise, uh, where no. can people find you on the Twitter? Yeah, I know. So it's Wise FIFA on Twitter, all one word, and that is Wise with a Y though. Got to keep it spicy. Spicy. <laughs> Appreciate all you guys coming on. Um, you can find me on Twitter, the Foot Hunter, the underscore Foot underscore Hunter. And the same thing on Twitch. I might stream Twitch this afternoon if I'm lucky. Um, Thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to like, subscribe to the YouTube videos, and check out the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot academy. And we appreciate all of you guys that come in and support us, guys who continue to support us, and we'll be pumping out content weekly for you guys. Pump it, baby. See you. Peace. Fucking pump it. Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.